Welcome to the Business Playdate, a podcast hosted by Lindsay White and Betsy Moorhead, two internet strangers turned business besties. We're two marketing professionals living across the country, raising our kiddos while running our own individual businesses. We built these businesses based on our experiences working in corporate management roles with the end goal to be able to show up for our families first. And we did it. We're so happy you're here with us. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hello, welcome back to the business play date. Oh, look at us. I know, Betsy and I just held up like, she just took a sip of her coffee and I realized we're using the exact same coffee cup today. How fun. Oh, that is so fun. Unplanned. Uh yeah, coffee cup from Michaela Quinn. Love it. Anyways, welcome back to the business play date. What a fun little little morning over here. Betsy and I actually did some market research this week and I asked some of you guys on my Instagram stories, you know, what you're struggling with, what you want to hear about, and we got an overwhelming response about productivity hacks. And yes. I think that that's pretty par for the course. I mean, I think most listeners here are work from home moms and I mean, our lives are just absolute insanity all the time. They are. They are. And look at us being organized. (laughs) Look at us. Um, And so we started putting our heads together about the things that we do or the things that we aspire to be doing Mm -hmm. in our lives to make them as productive as possible. I mean, I think my work weeks are about 12 hours a week at this point in time, and I shove a lot of stuff into that. Um, And so – We actually are going to do a productivity hack series today. So we're going to be dropping three episodes over the next three weeks all around productivity hacks, and they're going to pertain to different categories. So we're going to have today's episode, which is all about mastering your priorities and your time management and taking a look at that. And then the next two episodes are going to go into optimizing your workflow and your focus, and then one all around building your support systems and increasing that mental space. So we're just going to go ahead and take it away. We are. All things that we just love so much. Um, so Honestly, yeah, I, can... I could talk about productivity hacks all day long. I think I that could... – oh, go ahead. I was just going to say I could too, but I but I don't do a lot of this and I need to be better <laughs> at it. I feel like I aspire so hard to be like this productivity master and I implement these things into my life and then it's like – I also think that productivity – And anything really. Anytime you're implementing something into your life, it's like you have to go at a slow pace or it's Mm -hmm. too overwhelming. And at least for me, I just shut down. So it's like if I if I get one under my belt and I'm able to do that, then it's like, okay, great. Now my life still feels even keel. Like I need to add more productivity hacks because like I'm only incrementally better, but now I've added this incremental space for more chaos. Oh yeah. I'm like I used to be like an all or nothing. Like I'd go like fully all in on something and then I would shut down if I wasn't all in all the time. Right. I'd be like, oh, well, I've totally just like gotten off track and I'm never going to be able to be productive again and blah, blah, blah. Um, but what is the like, what is the saying? Like it takes like 20 or 30 days to make a habit, you know? I think it's and 21. I, yeah, 21. And so I try to like remind myself of that and like yeah. take on one small thing at a time. If you can like continue to do one thing consistently – Mm-hmm. So as you're listening to this, everybody out there, don't feel like you need to take on all of these tips at right. once. Find something that you feel like is realistic that could really work for you and for your life and your season that you're in and run with it and then slowly build onto that. Yeah. Take what you need right now. Mm-hmm. Well, so let's just jump in. So the first one that I have is starting and ending your days right. And so for me, like I like to wake up you know, after I do my morning stuff, 
I like to look at my calendar and be like, okay, here's what I have on the docket today. It lets me know if I need to get ready that day, if I need to take a shower, put on makeup. Am I going to be on cameras? Am I going to be on calls with clients? Like, What does my day look like? But I also like to end my day that same exact way. So look at my calendar for tomorrow so that I have that headspace going into the next day of like, A, I know what's coming. So I feel a little less overwhelmed of like, oh my gosh, what's tomorrow going to look like? Um, but B, so that I can mentally prepare myself of, okay, I have all of my ducks in a row for that meeting. I don't need to stay up all night thinking about what I'm going to talk about in that meeting because I just kind of like did a mental check-in mm-hmm. to make sure I'm prepped for that meeting tomorrow. Yeah. I also start and end my work weeks that way. So yeah, on Fridays, I will take like 15 minutes. So today, actually, when we're done recording this, I have another meeting until 12.15 and then I have 30 minutes where I'm like, I know I can't schedule anything then because I have to wrap up my week and I have to be able to forward think into what's going on next week. Yeah, Um, I do the same thing. Because again, I mean, it just helps with that mental – like I can go into the weekend being like I closed out my week. I'm not overwhelmed walking into next week now. Mm -hmm. And then I don't look at my calendar usually again until Sunday night. No. I No, absolutely not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm the same way. I love it. That's literally the last thing I do before I put my phone down for the night to go to sleep is look at my calendar. And I did that in my corporate life too. And it really, you know, the Sunday scaries, but it like really helped to know what was happening the next day so that when I woke up, it was like, okay, I know what I have to do today. I don't need to dread it. I just need to get after it and get it done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just helps with that setting yeah. setting yourself right. It does. Um, the second one here uh, we have is either it's a hell yes or a whole uh, or a hell no. Setting boundaries, you know, exploring like the things that it's okay to say no to and don't align with your goals or your priorities, which I understand. Yeah, I mean, I use this a lot. Like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Um, I use it a lot in work when I'm taking on new projects, especially if it's like a client is coming to me and they're like, hey, I have this referral for you. This could be a great new client. And every time I've ever taken on someone where I'm like, oh, I don't know about this, it is a hell no. Like yeah. I go through the project with them and I'm like, that was not a good use of my time or my mental space or my mental energy. And so now I really look at what I'm taking on. I'm like, is this a hell yes? Is this a good opportunity for me? Is this something that I'm excited about? great. I'll take it on. If it's not, then it's a no from me because I just don't have the space. It's a no from me, dog. It's a no from me. (laughs) Um, This is also like really difficult to do if you're a people pleaser. Like I think we both are. I know I am. Um, But it's really, it is hard and it does take some, some work. So just like know that it's okay to say no and it's okay to say hell no. Also. It's okay to say hell no. I So people pleasing is totally mm-hmm. who I am. Um, I don't know if you've ever taken the Clifton Strengths Finder like test. I think you've told me about it, but I've never done it. I love it. Um, but one of my strengths is called woo and it's where you literally want to woo people like you mm-hmm. are a people pleaser. Um, and that's one of my things, which it can be a strength. Absolutely. But it's also totally a flaw because I I have to use this rule a lot in my personal life because people will ask me and hopefully yeah. none of my family members listen to this podcast episode, <laughs> but I'm like in the middle of this Thanksgiving, right? Like yeah. where we we had no plans for Thanksgiving and now all of a sudden everyone wants us to do something for Thanksgiving and it's like there's only one in my brain that's a hell yes and all the other ones are like, oh, but I don't want to let them down. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I don't no, want to say that. no and it's hard and I have to be like, no, like 
if I say no to the one that I like and the one that's a hell yes, then I'm going to be so miserable for my whole holiday doing this like hell no extravaganza. That is goes hand in hand with what we're talking about when it comes to like work especially. Right. You can either be a little uncomfortable up front and like turn turn it down and say no thank you or you can be uncomfortable throughout an entire project or a possible like retainer relationship that you just know in your gut isn't right. Right. And I mean, last week we talked about uh, Black Friday coming up and mm-hmm. how a lot of people are doing big launches over Black Friday or a big deal. And I mean, that's that's a lot of work to put together a big launch like that. And yeah. that's one of the other things where it's like, yeah, I would love to do a, a big sale on my programs for Black Friday, but I don't have the capacity to do it. And so in my brain, I'm like, yeah, I would love so much to do that because I want people to get a deal and I want people to get excited and I would love to put that energy into it, but I don't have the time right now. I don't have the capacity. Mm-hmm. So it's a hell no. Like I can't yeah. do it. Next next year might be my year for a big sale, but it's not yeah. this year. I go through seasons like that with like content on social media too for my business. It's like mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, oh, hell yes. Like I want to do this. This is so fun. And then there's times where I'm like, hell no. <laughs> I right. cannot, I cannot manage all of this. I don't want to. And I have to like constantly remind myself like, doesn't matter. <laughs> like, right. It's like, like I'm, I'm not actively marketing my business right. to exactly. try, you know, on social media. So what does it matter? So anyway, I love that one. I think that's a great one. I think you like came up with that, that I little did. tip there. I love it. I did. As I mentioned, I use it a lot in my personal life of like, <laughs> what am I going to do on Friday night? Do I really want to go to this thing or do I want to just stay at home and rest? Mm, if it was me, it's like, um, hell no. Thank you. I'm good. <laughs> All right. The next tip is the power of five minutes, quick task management. So with that, this is something that I've used for almost forever. Um, I like when an email comes in, if I'm in and throughout some of these next episodes, we'll talk about, you know, optimizing your workflow and using focus and things like that. But if I'm in a point of my day where I'm in email and I'm like doing a lot of different things, I'm multitasking on the computer, I'm getting things off my list. And an email comes in and it's like, hey, can you send me this logo file, which is an email I frequently get because my clients Mm -hmm. rely on me to manage that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, That's like a two-minute task. And for me to put it to the side and then come back at a later date and do that task is going to require more time because I'm out of the flow of just like getting things done. And it's also going to (laughs) be slower for the client to get what they need. But it's also going to be more mental energy for me where I'm going to have to like pump myself up to do it where right then it pops into my brain of like, oh, I need to send this logo file. Instead of filing that away, it's like, oh, check it off, like send it off, delete that email, bye, like I'm done. It's like a quick dopamine burst. And it's also just completely removing something that could have potentially been on my to-do list. Um, So that's something that that I like to use a lot. Yeah, that was uh, in in my corporate life. Like I I got like that was uh, the brand director, so I got a ton of requests for logo files from like promotional people. I was constant. My e- I mean, I was constantly getting emails for this type of stuff, and that's how I would do it. And like, even if I was in the middle of doing something, I would just quickly like do it. And mm-hmm. and I remember one time my boss was like, um, you know, you're you're being really productive. You're getting things really done, but don't feel like you have to like answer someone right away in an email because then they might expect that. And I was like. I understand. I totally get what you're saying. But for me and how I my brain functions, like 
it's easier for me just to knock it out real quick and be done with it. And then I don't have to come back to that email. Whereas I had people that I worked with in my past life that did wait, they would get, they would wait till the very end of the day or like the end of like three days before they would go back and do these little nuanced prod, these little nuanced tasks. And then they'd have like five follow-up emails from people. Right. Asking them these things. Yeah. And I'm like, it takes two seconds. Just do it. So I too implement this in my now, like my business. If it's something quick that I can knock out, Mm -hmm. even if it's just like a, hey, can you, um, can you like add this video into this ad unit or whatever? I'm like, yeah, quick. I know I can handle that. Like within five minutes, let's get it off my desk. Well, I think too, when those things, so you get an email that's like a quick to do or a quick task, you're already shifted from whatever you're doing. And it's like this perfect opening for you to get distracted and start scrolling Instagram Mm -hmm. or doing something like that. And so Mm -hmm. if you can just stay in motion, it'll be so much easier to get back on track to what you were originally doing. Yeah. Yeah. I I also do this at our old house. We had, we we had a two-story house um, and stairs, like things (sighs) would just pile up on the stairs, you know, and I'm already going up the stairs and it takes way less than five minutes to put the shoes in the shoe closet or whatever. It's like, that was something I was trying to get really good at, at our old house was bringing things up the stairs. Like, you know, like that's a less than five minute task. Like just bring it up the stairs. Mm -hmm. No, I totally agree and understand. And we have like a catch all little area that is the same way. And I'm like, it take, it'll take me like all of two minutes just to clear this and put it all where it needs to be. Do right. I do that? No, but I'm, I'm working on it. You we're, know? we're trying. We're all trying, we're trying to be better. We're people. trying our best. We're trying our best. Um, we're just flying right through these, but I love, I love this next one. Um, so the last little productivity hack for this section, um, is understanding your rhythms and your scheduling for energy. So like knowing when you have your biggest energy moments, when you know you're going to be the most efficient and just understanding when those peaks come and getting it done. So for example, for me, Monday mornings after I drop my girls off, like I try to get them at daycare between 7.30 and 8 so that I can get home. And I know that Monday morning I'm going to be productive as hell because I'm like fresh off the weekend. I know Mondays are like my catch up, get things done day. So I like do a ton of work and that I don't know, two, three hour period in the morning on Monday mornings. And then that just sets me up for a less stressful week. So for me, that's, I know my Monday mornings are going to be very productive and just mornings in general, I have a lot more energy because as the day goes on, you kind of get more tired and um, it gets more difficult to like focus for me pers- uh, personally, but yeah, yeah, I, I, I love that I- one too. I listened to a podcast by Liz Bagwell and she talked about this this like rhythms, right? And how there's different, I guess there's like three, and I'm totally going to butcher this, but I guess there's like three different types of bio rhythms that are like Mm -hmm. normal. And so some people are morning, some people are night, and then some people have like two different seasons of energy, I guess, in their day, which I found very fascinating. Um, But I'm definitely the morning person. Like I know the hours between, honestly, the hours between like 7 a.m. and 10 a.m. are my best Mm -hmm. hours. After that, I kind of just start to go downhill, which Mm -hmm. sucks because right now a lot of that time is monopolized by like driving my kids around. (laughs) Um, But I get a lot of good Voxer, you know, conversations in or like getting tasks delegated during that time. So Mm -hmm. I make the most of my drives. But I think that I'm definitely the morning person. I would say on a week-by-week basis, it doesn't really change daily. Tuesdays tend to be like my least productive day. I don't know what it is 
I think it's something about how the weekend is so far away. But I do okay. know that, you know, between 7 and like 10, 30, 11 is when I need to do any of my really intense work, like work mm-hmm. that requires me to focus and have my brain like totally on. So mm-hmm. that could be like content creation or building out a new platform or program or building a marketing strategy for a client. Yeah. Um, and then in the afternoons or like that lunchtime is when I like to schedule meetings because I'm like, I get energy by talking with people. So that yes. can help me get through that kind of like lull of where I don't have enough energy. Yeah. No, uh, it, very similar over here. I, after about one, two o'clock, I start getting that like late afternoon, um, like where I need another cup of coffee or something. Yeah. But um, I I know, you know, I'm going to go pick my kids up in an, an hour or two. So I'll try to like do something active during that time period. Like after I've like had lunch and, you know, kind of get like that sluggish feeling sometimes after you've eaten, I try to then do something active, whether it's like starting laundry or like doing something in the kitchen. Like I'm trying to like yeah. keep my body going so that if I am sitting at my computer at that between like two and three o'clock time period, I know I'm going to just get like very easily distracted, like overwhelmed, done like so over the work. Um, And so I agree. I mean, there's just, it's interesting because I do feel like I get like a little burst of energy after everyone goes to bed Mm -hmm. and like between between like eight or nine o'clock. And so I'm trying to establish like a nighttime routine pre going to sleep, something that's like, you know, okay, the girls are in bed. Typically, what Ryan and I do is we just like sit down and watch TV or we sit down and we're on our phones. But we've been trying to be a little bit more like cognizant of like putting our phones away, like during that like last hour before we go to bed. We've done it like once, okay, over the last week. Like we haven't <laughs> been great at it, but we're trying to make an effort. Yeah. And, um, you know, like either make sure I've moved clothes over from the washer to the dryer or <clears throat> making sure like there's no dishes in the sink or like the little catch-all area has been cleaned up just to like set up the next day. And it keeps me a little bit busier so that think about it like with your kids, right? Like they get this little burst of energy when they're so tired right before bed that they start acting so crazy. I don't know if your kids are like this, but my, mine are. And I, I, I know that's because like they're about to just hit it hard. Like that means they're so tired. They're about to like just hopefully have a good night's sleep. So yeah. if we can kind of keep them a little bit busy during that time without getting too crazy, then I know that it's probably going to hopefully set them up for a good night of sleep. So I feel like having, keeping my brain busy, but not by scrolling right during like that last hour yeah, or so before I go smart. to bed kind of helps me then maybe have a better night's sleep and then wake up and everything is like handled for the next day or you know, I, the morning is like reset and ready to go. So. I really need to implement that in my life. <laughs> I, know. Oh, I mean, listen, before bed. This is something I'm just like trying to aspire to get to. It's so hard. It is like so hard to put your phone down, especially like when you've been on all day, either like as a mom or um, as like a, you know, just working like on calls with people. You just want to like veg out and like kind of escape for a little bit. Um, But man, sometimes that can just make it even worse. Yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, I mean, I think this concludes. I think so segment of our three-part series. So yeah. next next week, we're going to be talking about optimizing your workflow and focusing on your focus. So yeah. stay tuned for that. We have a lot of really awesome tips there. We do. Should we just real quick go through the four? Like just to yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's go through the four. So the first one was start and end your day right, daily and weekly calendar checks. And then the second one is if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. Set your boundaries. 
And then the third one, the power of five minutes, quick task management, get things done very quickly off your desk. And then last, but absolutely not least, honestly, this one might be the most powerful, Mm -hmm. is understanding your rhythm. So scheduling for where your energy is each day. Yes, I love it. And if you don't know where your energy is at each day, do a little energy audit. You know, spend this week doing a little energy audit. Yeah, I love that. Each hour, Uh just say, you know, how you feel. Yeah, journal it down, write it down. Well, this was lovely. I love this. Okay, well, we'll be back next week with some more productivity hacks. Yeah, and if you liked this episode, drop a review. Tell us your favorite productivity hack in the review. Yes, please do. We we would love that. You'll have a good one.